Crazy Baby song. Love that song. You know I love that it. That is the Strung Out Playboys playing <laughs> Crazy Baby. I yeah. don't know who that's about, Leanne. Maybe it's about you. You're I crazier think, than I am, I think. I think it's think. most likely about you. But it's been a while since we've done a podcast. We've had a few people asking us what's going on, why haven't you done anything, and life's just gotten in the way, I think. Back- well, we've done a lot of stuff. We just haven't done many podcasts. We've been trying to help you all navigate COVID and this new world we live in, which is crazy. Talk about crazy. Yeah. Um, but we figured we'd come and hang out and chat with you a little bit and have a little podcast time. So here yeah. we go. We have what are we talking moment. about tonight, Leanne? So tonight we're talking about policing social media when it comes to early Ooh. childhood education. So let's think about that. We always, we, we're always getting ourselves in trouble, but I think it's so important when we think about social media and things that are out in the world, just there's so much out there and so many people just like cruise through things and find things. And we always make fun of Pinterest saying, you know, oh, everything on Pinterest is so cute, but it's not developmentally appropriate. Um, but yeah, let's talk about policing it and, and what that looks like and what that means. What do you think, Kath? So how do you how do you um, how do you know what's good out there and what's crap? Um, you know, because there's a lot of great stuff out there on the internet for you. We follow a ton of pages on all different social media outlets. Um, some really good stuff that we share with all of you on our Facebook and Instagrams. Um, but some of it's crappy, mm-hmm. and I it's funny that you use the word cutely in because I think that's a really good ruler or a really good barometer of whether something's developmentally appropriate for little ones. Because if you think it's cute, or someone says, that's so cute, or, oh my gosh, that's adorable, that's cute. It's probably better for older kids, you Mm -hmm. know, like second graders, kids who are in the next um, cognitive stage of development where they can understand representation of things. So they know this isn't a paper plate, this is supposed to be a penguin. But when you're four years old, it's a paper plate. And I've never seen a penguin and I don't have a clue about that, but it's cute. So we do it, you know? And the other part of that cuteness is that parents love it. So they, everyone says, oh, but the parents love it. But is it best for kids? No, it's really not. When you think about young kids and what's cute. So let's think about that. So if you see something on the internet and it's cute, don't, don't, th- just ignore it and go buy it. So when you're in that rabbit hole of the internet and you see something and you think, oh, that's so cute, that's adorable, move on. If you see something that's super messy and you look at it and you think, oh, I don't know if I could do that, you know, that's going to make a mess of the table, then that's probably perfectly that is developmentally appropriate. That's exactly what you should probably be doing with young kids, right? I mean, yeah, when we, and I mean, if you work with school age children with older kids, then some of those craft kind of things might be okay to do. Um, but really, if it's, if you see happy kids and delightful kids and beautiful invitations of, of uh, provocations of, of learning activities and, and play activities that teachers set out, those are the things you should like and tag all your co-teachers, you mm-hmm. know, but what we're seeing a lot of lately is like, you know, I don't want to call anybody out specifically, but we're seeing like, you know, these, you know, puppets you can make or these creatures that look like walruses or is it walry, whatever it is, but you know, yeah, these no things <laughs> and, and not for nothing, we live in Massachusetts. I don't, we don't see many walruses or walry roaming the, the corridors in our schools, you know? Um, but if you see these cutesy things, 
and then you tag everybody, it just gives life to that. And we really need to stand up for what's best for kids. And what's best for kids is what kids think about and what kids are interested in, not what teachers think they should be learning during that particular week in the winter. Right. You know, it's nice to learn about snow and it's nice to learn about cold, but when's the last time you saw a walrus or a, or a woodland animal that, that's not native to where you are? It doesn't make sense for young children. Just, right. you know. I'll also add that I think we, well, we say we're the pushy dames and we are, and we tend to get ourselves into a little bit of mess, but although we don't care because we always say we're old and we don't give a crap anymore. Um, you know, who gives a shit? I don't care. I'm just doing what's best for kids at this point. Um, but you know, we will call people out when we see something that's not appropriate for young kids. And part of that is because we want what's best for kids. So if someone is putting something out there and it's not developmentally appropriate, especially, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, a, an entity that is, you know, really someone that people look up to or an entity that, you know, has a lot of followers. And if they put something out, like this is great for four-year-olds and it's not, we will go on and say, no, this isn't okay. This is not appropriate for young kids. And people are usually like, what are you doing? Private message them. Like, oh no, you're going to get them mad at you. And you you're know, you're going to hurt their feelings. Yeah, I don't care because so many people are seeing this thinking, okay, this is okay for, for, you know, young kids, even the way pictures are on like websites or, you know, that people post, you know, especially like articles, you know, you'll see something that says, you know, this, you know, new research and you look at the article and the picture has like kids that are like three and four sitting at desks. And you're like, oh my gosh, like who, who put this picture Right, here? right. That's not okay. No, I mean, this is not okay. It's, it's basically representing early childhood as what it, it shouldn't be. And that's something that makes me really mad. I know it makes you mad. And we, we spend way too much time talking about things like that. Hello, how about the night, Leanne, a few, a, a couple of months ago, where at like 11 o'clock at night, she sends me a text message. Did you see where, what such and such posted? And such and such is a big entity where we are, that we should all look up to as early childhood experts. And I looked at it and I was so angry because it was not best practice for kids. I couldn't sleep. Finally, at like 2.30 in the morning, I roll out of bed and I'm like, well, screw this. I'm, I'm email. I'm, I'm responding. Yeah. And I really gave it a lot of thought. Should I private message them or not? Mm -hmm. And when I looked at the post, I saw like 15 early childhood teachers sharing it simply because it came from a reputable important organization where we live. And I just felt like, well, you know what? Those 15 people just shared it with however many other people. I want them to see that maybe this is not such a good idea. So I was careful, mm -hmm. I think. Um, I think I was clear, but I was pissed off because it's like, you, you shouldn't be spreading right. this stuff. This isn't good for kids. You know, this isn't what we should be doing. And all the teachers look and say, oh, this is my agency or my organization. I should, I should be doing this, you know, and, and it's not. And you know, so. the other piece to this too, I mean, we teach college courses and in our college courses, we're always saying, stand up for what you know is best for kids, you know, be a voice in the field, you know, be a leader. And if we can't stand up and do that, then what are we doing? Like, why are we saying this to them? So I think that, you know, being a role model in that sense of not being afraid to say, hey, wait a minute, stop it. Like, cut it out. This isn't okay for young kids. Yeah, I, and I have to get better at saying that nicely and professionally because I don't want people to hate me. But, you know, I, I come out with my fighting gloves on sometimes. So I'm going to reflect a little bit more and try to, 
you know, I'll probably still be snarky and kind of a jerk on some things, but it depends. Like if, if one of our students or one of you, well, you know, one of our listeners, students. those poor, our poor students that we've had. I know, but if one of our students <laughs> or one of our listeners or followers on Facebook said, you know, what do you think about this? We wouldn't come and say, rah, 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 rah. you know, that's not right. good for kids. But when you're a, a big agency, you know, I, I used the D word the other day, which I never do. And I'm a mother, you know, and a wife. I, I hate, The D word is disappointed. You know, to tell somebody you're disappointed in them is such a huge emotional thing. But I put it right out there on social media. I said, this is really disappointing. I've been following your page for years and it's full of craptivities instead yeah. of good stuff for young children. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, I'll, I'll add this too. So this is, I think, a piece of it is that when you see a page and, you know, it's supposed to be like this developmentally appropriate practice page and, you know, all of a sudden you start to see all the crap being posted. I think what happens, especially, and I've, I mean, we've been in the field for a long time, especially in this field. I think that what happens is everyone doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings because this is our field. You know, we take care of yeah. children, you know, it's yeah, you're right. You know, we, we, you know, wipe noses and butts all day and, and, you know, care about young kids and, you know, care about families and, you know, worry about kids all, all through the night, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, no one wants to hurt, hurt anyone's feelings. So I think it just, it's like, okay, we'll let it go. We'll let it slide. We want, we want to be, you know, nice and whatever. So no one says anything and we're sick of being nice and we're sick of, you know, being that person. <laughs> so it's when are we nice? I know. <laughs> But I think I think we all have an obligation. And if you loop back to the NAEYC code of um, ethical conduct, the most important indicator in the code is to always do what is in the best interest of young children. It's bold. It's Mm -hmm. bigger than all the other indicators in the code. So, you know, you need to think about that. What is best for young children is, you know, child initiated learning and play based learning and not just a bunch of stuff that you find out there. Pinterest is, sorry if you all have stock in Pinterest and we're bashing them, but you know, everything you see on Pinterest is not necessarily good for early childhood. Might be great for a second grader, you know, Mm -hmm. or great for a Girl Scout or Brownie Troop or, you know, an after-school club that you um, work with, but not for the little ones. It's just not what they should be doing. And, and Leanne, you mentioned how parents like it and parents love these things. It's because they can recognize it. Exactly. And that's because they are grownups. Mm-hmm. You know, the four-year-old doesn't know that this paper plate thing is a penguin or a turkey or a walrus or whatever it's supposed to be, a hedgehog, pick an animal, right? But the adult will know. So mm-hmm. that's why we, we get that message sent back to us that, oh, parents like this. They commented on this. They didn't comment on the 14 messy finger paintings and collages that went home. So this must be better than those when it's really not. It's just that they they can they can identify it. So they give more credence to it when really it's not better for the child. So. No, absolutely. And, and, you know, it was funny because I did ask a student one day. She said, oh, but the parents love it. I said, how do you know the parents love it? And she said, because they get excited for it. And then that's when it dawned. It was like, oh, okay. So they yep. recognize it. That's what it is. So that's the difference. Um, and, and I think that's something that teachers should be aware of. And I think if you if you really got down to it and you asked a parent, you know, you know, would you rather have me cut out, you know, all these pieces and, and glue it on for your child and then send it home and pretend your child did it? Or would you rather your child sit down and explore the mediums and, you know, actually, you know, build their finger dicks dexterity and you know strengthen their muscles and understand color better like which one would you rather i'm guessing the parents would choose you know the latter one so 
you know, that's You're just right. something to think about. But but teachers are taking that as the parents are, oh, look, oh, I love, look at your snowman that the teacher cut out and put together. Then that's the, the teacher thinking the parent loves it. But really, you know, if the yeah, parent- and if you live in a place or work in a place where there's snow, go out and build a real snowman and take pictures of that and, exactly. you know, send that home or a snow anything, you know, or bring some snow into your yeah. sensory tables, that sort of thing. You know that. For decorations for their house, you know, tell them to go to Walmart or Target and buy some decorations. The It's not up to the three-year-old to decorate their house for the season, you know, so forget about that because someone will say, oh, well, it's so much, it's so nice to be able to put this on my refrigerator. Yeah, well, guess what? You know, go to Target and buy yourself some little decals. How about the dollar store? The dollar store <laughs> the dollar has great stuff, great. and then you yeah. can dump it afterwards. But mm -hmm. so, what's our takeaway, or what's our messaging out about this policing social media? You know, I'm going to say I think be be brave. You know, yeah. be daring, be yep. professional, but don't feel like you have to like something. If you get that feeling inside, or you say, "Oh, I can hear those pushy dames in my head," maybe this isn't good for kids then don't like it and don't tag your friends. And if you really want to say, hmm, I'm trying to figure out how, you know, this fits the, the, the developmentally appropriate profile that we know we should be um, working towards with young children. So maybe we're not the only ones out there, yeah. you know, and you don't have to block somebody, although I have blocked some yeah, you pages. Know. Um, <laughs> you know, but I think it's good to say, you know, I'm I'm really disheartened with this, or you know, I don't understand why this is a good post. And I also think that it's important when you're scrolling through or looking at web websites or whatever you're doing, be aware of the pictures that you're seeing. You know, are the pictures reflecting what's developmentally appropriate or yeah. not? You know, be aware of that and and recognize that. And and it, I think you'll you'll be surprised when you start to really pay attention to that. Um, you know, like Kathy said, the word disappointed. I'm disappointed all the time when I'm like scrolling through and I'll see something or I go to an agency or something and I'm like, oh come on, what are you doing with this picture? Like this isn't what's best for kids. Why do you have this picture up? You know, and it's just one of those things. I think we need to represent early childhood much better in the media, I guess, you know, and, and one of the ways we do that is to pay attention to it, you know, so whenever you're posting pictures or whenever you're setting up your own personal site for your program, um, whether you're family childcare or after school or, you know, you know, early childhood programs need to pay attention to what you post. So you don't want to- Yeah, that's, you know what, that's a really good message to Leanne. If you're writing a parent handbook or you're creating a website for your center, or you're, you know, working on material to send home, don't have ABCs and one, two, threes and cartoon kids all over it. Have real kids doing real things, you know, like, and, and parents will get a better message like, oh, you know, yeah, um, my kid will learn their letters and their numbers and their shapes along the way, but they're going to do it in a way that's really hands-on and appropriate. And some of those stock images you find on online are not best. And if they're cute, maybe forego it, maybe say, you know what, I don't want to just come up, we're not all cute. And maybe if we stop being cute, we'll get paid a better rate wage in the early childhood world. And we'll be seen as a profession instead of a field, because we don't make enough money to be considered a profession. So I mean, maybe we should start all together. You know, oh, I can't tell you how many times people would say, oh, you're an early childhood teacher. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, is it cute? Because it really isn't. If you want to come and spend the day with me, it's not all that cute. <laughs> There's a lot of things to it that are not cute. But yeah, yeah and it's important. And Absolutely. we're creating every doctor and lawyer and engineer and scientist and brilliant mind out there by being good early childhood professionals. So your job's really important. So why do we allow it to be kind of 
cutified, you know, why, yeah. why do we allow that to happen? Yeah. And I, I think stand up and, and, yeah. and don't let us be the only ones getting in. Come in on, social join media on, deal. join in. Yeah, <laughs> come on, join in the policing. Yeah, let's all police it. No, let's all just pay attention, I think is what we're trying to say. Yeah, I agree. All right. I agree. Awesome. Thanks, Kath. We, we'll do a few more podcasts, but if you're only listening to podcasts, jump on our website, twopushydames.com and our, our social media, Two Pushy Dames. Thanks, everybody. Again, thanks.